You're listening to the Grizzly Podcast. This podcast features co-hosts Andrew McLeod and William Baker. Together, they explore a wide variety of topics such as music, art, literature, theology, world issues, and politics. They will frequently feature guests who are knowledgeable on other topics. We invite you to come along and reason, learn, and discuss these topics with us. I'm your host, Andrew McLeod. And I'm also your host, William Baker. And welcome to the Grizzly Podcast. So, Will, what exactly is Grizzly? Ah, great question, Andrew. So, first, Grizzly is just a group of guys in a Bible study. And we have all sorts of different skills and interests and talents and things we don't like. But we're all united in our faith. And we thought that was unique because front groups are often only related by common interest. And so we just wanted to share our different interests and uh, unique gifts with the world. And so Grizzly is just a media outlet for music, podcasts, and a YouTube channel. So be on the lookout for much more to come. So, Andrew, why exactly are we creating a Grizzly podcast? Well, that is a great question. It is a great question. Why are we creating the Grizzly podcast? Tell me. Well, you know... Um, about a year ago, Will and I started hanging out more frequently. Uh, we both go to the same school. So we started talking, and every time we sat down to talk, we would talk for hours and hours and hours because there were so many interesting things to talk about. And we came to realize that our conversations are so interesting that really the entire world needs to hear what we have to say about everything yes. because we are always correct about everything we are always the most knowledgeable source of all power and correctness so why are we doing this podcast it is to share with you the absolute truth on every single topic (laughs) ever (laughs) this is for your benefit listener yes if you did not have us here to correct all of your wrong thinking then you would be in a bad spot yes. for sure. Yes. The entire world needs to hear this. Everyone. No, but in all seriousness, we just enjoy talking. We actually considered doing another podcast um, before Grizzly's podcast, and we were going to call it Two College Kids Who Know, know everything. everything. We even made a theme song for it. Will, should we share with them the theme song? Um. I don't think we should. We could save it for later. Save it for later. Yeah. Keep people coming back. Rest assured that uh, we will share that opening intro musical thing with you at some point. Yes. Will, what is our first segment of the day? Our first segment, Andrew, is introducing ourselves to hosts. (laughs) That's that's a good idea. Um, So who are you, Andrew? What What do you think about and care about? That is a lot of good questions. Who am Two. I? Um, are we talking existentially or always. just... Always. We are always talking okay. existentially. Existentially, I'm a child of God. I'm a human being. And um, I am a son and a brother to eight siblings. That's a lot of siblings. It is. A lot of siblings. Um I'm an Eagle Scout, which is kind of cool. 
So I did Boy Scouts for most of my life, which is where I learned how I'm always right about everything, Mm. to be quite honest with you. I'm a college student, but in my free time, I write and record music for the band Two Dimensional. Hmm. And I own and operate the recording studio that we are currently sitting in, Firewolf Studios, to record music for myself, for other people. Sometimes they pay me, sometimes they don't, but hopefully they pay me. Um, And so really music is where my heart is at. I spend Mm. most of my waking hours either in school or thinking about music. Mm. Uh, Some other things I enjoy would be reading, especially C.S. Lewis and Tolkien. Um, I enjoy reading, watching TV, watching The Office primarily, Office and Parks and Rec. And I enjoy thinking deeply about things. Mm. Um, Other such hobbies include... Eating food, good yes. food, drinking coffee, and that's about all there is. Waking up in the morning? Waking up, no. That is not a hobby. That is a chore. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, William Baker, who are you? Ah, great question, Andrew. I'm assuming we're talking existentially? We are talking existentially. Uh, well, I am very similar to you existentially in some ways. But I, too, was an enemy of God, and then Christ made me his friend and his heir. So that affects everything I do. I, too, am a son. I'm in school right now, a college student, so I'm a very, I'm a more dependent son hmm. than I will always be right now. Um, but I am a brother to four siblings. Um, I'm a grandson. I'm a member of a church. Um but I'm a, I'm a man that God has called to be a man. And, I mean, like all men. But that really affects everything I do in school and as a brother and as a son. To just live life with a vocation, whether or not you have a specific job and everything you do. And that really permeates everything. Um, like, bleeds into your hobbies. And uh, I also enjoy music. I'm not quite the music recorder that Andrew is, but I write a lot of music and I consume a lot of music, Um, especially incredibly profound, badly produced music. That's This is true. (laughs) (laughs) If you can sing well, I probably won't listen to your music, but I do enjoy Bob Dylan. Yeah. Because he cannot sing well. Will Will really likes the songs where the timing is not strict and the guitar playing is not clean and the vocals are far from perfect you know if they mess up a word or two or like do a voice crack that's where will wants to be so exactly andrew knows me very well yeah i'm just not constrained by rhythm and pitch and general skill like most people are yeah but um i also enjoy reading i read a fair amount i'm not very disciplined in my choice of books but Recently, I've been reading a lot of the Bronte sisters, who are very interesting and sad and melancholy and dead, and they Mm. write about women like that, and that's been fascinating. And um, probably, if I had to give you, I also really enjoy C.S. Lewis. He's the most profound thinker and writer to be wrong about things ever. (laughs) How is he wrong about things, Will? Um, Only in ways that we all are. 
but me and old CS might differ a bit theologically, but that is neither here nor there, for he is one of my favorite authors. But the way that he creates creates worlds like Narnia and like you mentioned Tolkien, the way Tolkien creates a world like Middle Earth, those ideas of worlds have definitely permeated everything about me from my childhood all the way up. Growing up as a Christian, and you have the two ultra-reality of the gospel and Christ, and humans are sinful, and the only way that we can achieve you know, what we are meant to do is depending on Jesus Christ, and then also having like fantasy worlds built by Christians to be filled with things that emulate Christ. It's just has shaped my my reading taste in many ways since then. Um, But I also, other hobbies, let's see. Well, hobbies don't matter. I spend much of my time doing homework for school, reading, listening, playing music, and also attempting to think deeply with Andrew. This is one of our biggest hobbies, thinking deeply with each other and um, trying to be the ultimate source of correctness for everyone, obviously. And succeeding. And succeeding. So, uh, with that, I'm assuming your introduction is over. It is complete. It was like 14 times longer than mine, but it was great. Um, I am taller than you, so... Yes. I'm six foot five. Will is six foot five. (laughs) Imagine, just close your eyes, listener, and imagine a 19-year-old man with a... Peach fuzzy goatee, yes, and glasses, yes. and hair almost down to his shoulders. In some places, in some places, and in others, it's not. It's like six layers <laughs> of different length hair. Um, and then imagine that he's like Goliath, but shorter, or or else like you, but taller. Um, and that he can play basketball very well. But instead, he will sit on the sidelines and read Narnia. (laughs) (laughs) Now, listener, I want you to imagine that, but then completely erase it. So imagine Goliath, but shorter and smaller. And he's got beautiful, long, curly black hair that he's been growing out for longer than he ever has. And I'm a fan. And he has a real goatee beard full of actual facial hair and not, not just peach fuzz. He is wearing a navy blue hoodie, zip-up hoodie, all the time. It looks very good on him. And he knows that because that's all he wears. <laughs> <laughs> and black Adidas track pants and a different pair of Vans. He has many pairs of Vans. Yes. How many pairs of Vans do you have? I know you've had different numbers. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have seven pairs of Vans. Seven pairs of Vans. And then a different Christian rock band T-shirt. They right now he has on a disciple love letter kill shot, but it could be the Devil Wears Prada. It could have been, could be anybody. Could be anybody. Not yeah. not limited to only Christian rock. I do have that's one right. a day to remember yes, shirt. That's right. Um, good rock. Good rock. Good t-shirts. rock. Yes. That, thank that. you. Yeah. Um, yes, that is very accurate. I wear the same clothes every day. Call me Steve Jobs. But without the huge, you know, most bestest business of all time. 
but uh, I wear the same clothes every day, and it really helps my morning routine because... I bet it does. Let's say I have to be to class in 35 minutes, and I wake up, and class is 35 minutes away via driving. Uh. I don't have to think, what am I going to wear? I just put on my sweatpants, my Vans, my sweatshirt, and I leave. And I'm that good is to go. genius, Andrew. I can be awake and out of the house in less than five minutes. Wow. And if anyone has seen Andrew wake up, it's quite impressive. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> it is like hell on earth. I think it really shows the deep profundity of Andrew's mind. Just how long in the morning it takes his mind to warm up and get all the gears shifting. <laughs> but when he's all the way there, it's it's quite impressive. But when I'm not, it is <laughs> like... It's a, have you ever wondered what it's like to be a zombie? Like, what goes through a zombie's mind? What does it feel like inside? And that is exactly how I feel in the morning. Hmm. I can't respond to things very well. No. I don't really like anyone. I just want everyone to shush and go somewhere else <laughs> so I can read my Bible and drink my coffee and... Once the coffee kicks in, then slowly but surely, I feel like myself. But if there is no coffee, then it's going to be a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, for our first segments of the podcast, Andrew, would you like to... Our first segment of the podcast is... Is it art? William Baker. Andrew. Many things in this world are art. Many things. Many things. But many things in this world are not art. (sighs) And today, you and I are going to decide what is art and what is not art. Uh, And in fact, every single podcast, we will decide something new about what art is and what art is not. And what gives us the authority to do this? The fact that we are the ultimate source of all-knowing and all-powerful... Correctness. Correctness. So, William Baker, is McDonald's art? That is a great question, Andrew. But first, as we all know, we have to define the term art. So, we were talking yesterday, and we quickly arbitrarily came to the idea that art was something created by humans created by man and its primary goal wait 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 by man are you being gender exclusive right now forgive me sir i mean uh person how how dare you (laughs) person created by woman or man that's who i said woman first yeah but woman has the word man in it created by the female female has the word male in it you can't keep doing this I feel very boxed in now. Okay. Um, feminine or masculine versions of humans in their equal equality can both create what art is. Ah. And their creations are the primary goal is to create an emotional or intellectual, i.e., thoughtful response. Okay. That's our refined definition. So, now we have to plug in the equation. So, McDonald's has to meet those criteria. So, has McDonald's been created by 
a female or a masculine person of equal equality? Yes, yes. we think yes. so. We, we we believe we so. Weren't, we didn't research. Unless God stretched out his hand and said, let there be McDonald's, and it was so. But I don't think he did that. I don't, yeah, we're not sure. Well, we'll we'll tell you guys next episode. We'll research. Yes. So we're going to assume that McDonald's was created by man, or uh, one of those well, two equal you, people. You can't keep falling into this same trap. Forgive me. I was I was raised in an awful home of political incorrectness. Um, <laughs> but yes, McDonald's is created by man. So now, so fifty percent of the way there, it's almost art. But is the primary goal of McDonald's to simulate an emotional or intellectual response? So we have to go into the head of Dr. McDonald when he was creating McDonald's. He looked around at all the people sitting down at restaurants waiting hours for their food or going home and going out and... um Picking their food from their gardens. That's the only way people ate. That is that is the only possible way people could have eaten before McDonald's. That's right. So Dr. McDonald saw that, and he said, there must be a quicker, more efficient, cheaper way to consume the primary source of life. Which and is food. Food, right. As yes. we all know. Very important. Think, yes, that's right. And so Dr. McDonald created McDonald's and as there is nothing more important than the primary source of life, I think we can all agree, then once everyone around him, all the people who were just crawling around in their gardens eating carrots and crawling around in the sit-down restaurants waiting for food, looked up and they saw the noble establishment (laughs) of McDonald's rising high above the ground and they thought, yes, that is it. We have achieved it. This means something to me. That food, primary source of life, is the most important thing to me. And I will now consume it in a faster, more efficient, <laughs> cheaper way than I ever have before. So, Andrew, I think you know what this means. So, the answer to our original question. So, it made them feel something yes. or think something intellectually. Intellectually. And Both, actually. Yes, both. And, and it was created by man. Right. And or woman. Woman. Probably man. Probably. Um, or. We, we don't know. We don't know. Dr. McDonald could, could have, have been, been a, girl, a woman. He That's could right. have identified mm. as he, anything. That's right. Um, because. Anyone can. Anyone can now. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe he identified just, as. Okay, a Big answer, Mac. The, answer the original question. Okay. We're getting off topic. Is McDonald's art? Yes! Dun-dun! Of course it is. Of course McDonald's is art, guys. Have you ever looked at McDonald's and just seen the beauty and thought, wow. This is it. Wow. This means something to me. This means something to me. Like Will Baker in the morning when we're driving to school, he sees the sunrise and he just goes, ah! (laughs) I'm like, ah! You can't keep doing that, Will! Scaring the crap out of me. Trying to drive, it's like 6.45 in the morning. Haven't had my coffee yet, and all of a sudden, ah! I'm like, is there an accident? Is there a wild cow charging at our car? Like, you gotta be specific about what the ah means. Very no, complicated. Just the sun. Yeah, guilty it is as just charged. the sun. But yes, yeah, so McDonald's is art, according to our equation. Mm-hmm. Uh, come back next time 
where we will discuss what another form of art might be. <laughs> Come back next time, and we will discuss more about art. Art. There you go. There we go. And now for our second segment, everyone's favorite. It's, of course, the quote of the day. So, Andrew, what have we predetermined to be the quote of the day? Well, you see, Will, as we were planning this podcast, we did plan. We definitely predetermined yes. that there would be a quote of we the did. day. Oh, yes. Um, it was such a magnificent quote that I just cannot wait to share it with you. But before I share it with you... I'm going to beat around the bush. Yes, essentially. Before I share it with you, Will, why don't you tell us what you did this morning? All right, Andrew. Well, that is a very good question. The listeners do want to know. I woke up at 6.30, leaped out of the McLeod's pull-out mattress chair bed, walked over our friend Ryan Curtis, who was sleeping on the other couch chair bed, and then I got completely dressed, did some pull-ups, not as many as I wish I could have done. Went upstairs to McLeod's kitchen, completely dark. So I sat down at their kitchen table, and I read Proverbs 4 and Ephesians 4 for a good 30 minutes. And then everyone woke up, and the McLeod's were making breakfast, and they made breakfast for me. And I ate breakfast and talked to Andrew's wonderful family. And then eventually I came back downstairs and waited for Andrew to wake up while doing school. So, Andrew, now that we have gotten that necessary thing out of the way, what is the quote of the day? Will, that was a wonderful story, and I, I want to thank you for t- enlightening us all on your morning routine. For most of that happened while I was asleep, so I was curious what you did. Um, the actual quote of the day is... Drumroll, please. One second. Um, I lost it. The actual quote of the day is... When I am about to do something, I ask myself, would an idiot do that thing? If they would, I do not do that thing. Dwight K. Schrute from Schrute's Farm. Andrew, that is a very, very deep quote. What does that quote mean to you? That quote means so many things. Obviously, Dwight is one of my biggest role models. Yes. Um, without him, I would know nothing about beet farming or paper selling or just being a general father-like figure to all of those around me. Um, you know, being a, a sheriff on the side. Hmm. But volunteer, really, sure. Volunteer, of course. What really stands out to me about this quote is that Dwight really shows us what a good thought process looks like. Because every day we have options. We have places where we must think about what we are about to do and then do that thing. And he just gives a very clear example of what it's like to determine which option is good and which option is not as good. Hmm. So it's very, actually, it's very applicable to our lives. It is. When I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that thing? Now we have to define what is an idiot. Great question, Andrew. Um, Of course, and I will answer it. Um, So in my life, when I think of an idiot, I first think of myself throughout almost all of my life. So I think, would I have done this thing before 
I was as all-knowing and powerful and correct as I am now. And if me of two years ago would do this thing, then I would not do that thing. So that is the idiot in my life. Will, that could not have been better said. And I think it could be said for many of us. Yes, I do as well. I do often think, would 19-year-old Andrew... I'm 19, Andrew. That's offensive. Uh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I, I didn't mean to offend you. I got over it. Will you ever forgive me? I already did. Oh, Continue. Would nine, I mean, 18-year-old Andrew, would he do that? And if the answer is yes, then I do not do that thing. However, if the answer is no, then I might consider doing that thing. But yeah, yeah. that is the quote of the day. Um, I hope you all come away very enriched and enlightened mm. by it. Edified. Edified. And that just about wraps up. That our, does just about wrap up our podcast. Yes. The Grisly Podcast. Grisly. G-R-Y dollar sign dollar sign. L-E-E. L-E-E. Yes, that is correct. We purposefully spelled it very strangely. Uh, Correctly. You're right, you're right. Strangely, but correctly. For other people who had already taken the name Grizzly, so we had to modify it a bit. But anyways, thank you for listening to our podcast. I'm so sorry you had to endure the past 25 minutes and 34 seconds of us talking. But I do hope that it has brightened your day a little bit and that you come away knowing a few more things. Hmm. Next time we will discuss um, cowboys and how they introduced branding. No, we'll we'll redo that in a second. Next time. What are we going to talk about next time? (laughs) (laughs) We should end it there.